Hello and welcome to episode one of Take It or Leave It. It's a Christian podcast to encourage us all to implement real change in our lives based on the teachings of Jesus so that when we are raptured, we may all be caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the air. This podcast is about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. I'm your host, Madison Santiago. Dear Lord Jesus, we just come to you tonight, Lord, and I ask that you anoint the words that I speak, Lord. May your Holy Spirit give me the utterance, Lord, to share the things you want me to share, Lord. Though I have planned what to share, I want to remain flexible to what you want me to share, how you want me to say it, Lord Jesus. I just surrender myself to you fully, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So what is take it or leave it? You know, the name in itself is funny and it could be interpreted a couple of different ways. But whenever it comes to this podcast, it's it's not to be interpreted as, oh, take it or leave it. I, I could care less. It's actually the opposite. I want you to take it. I want you to remember the things that I say. I want you to believe the things that I say. I'm putting in a lot of effort to plan and to record and to edit and to upload. It's really taking a lot of time and I certainly do not have the time to plan to mislead people. So I really hope you take it. At least remember the things that I say. However, there's going to be some people out there that don't believe the things that I say that they don't want anything to do with it and that's okay leave it this podcast is not here to debate Uh, I'm simply here to uh, fulfill a calling in my life uh, to share the gospel and uh, I feel that I'm going to be doing that in this way so if it's not for you then you don't have to listen you know it's as simple as that. And you know, it's funny because I, I'm actually a stranger to podcasts. I, I don't listen to a podcast. I don't search for them. Uh, I don't, I don't really listen to anything when I work out, when I drive. Some people think it's so silly that I'm kind of in silence all the time, but I prefer it. I like to have my own thoughts. I guess. And I mean, I think it's a blessing to be okay with your own thoughts because there's so many distractions in this world. But certainly nothing wrong with listening to a podcast either. I'm getting more familiar with them. And what I'm learning is if you want to find something to listen to, there's a podcast for it. You just can search it. There's a podcast on anything. Uh, this one, of course, as I said, it's Christian. It's it's going to share the teachings of Jesus, uh, testimonies. I might have guests from time to time. I might share songs. Uh, and you may hear some things that you haven't heard before. So um, certainly not preaching or teaching anything that's not from the Bible. Uh, but what I'm saying is that uh, there are churches out there uh, where the congregation is unknowingly uh, not being fully fed or they're being wrongly fed uh, the word of God. And uh, it's as simple as preaching 99% truth and omitting that 1% or maybe even bending that 1% uh, to adjust uh, what what the congregation will receive. And uh, it's such a terrible thing today. And I'm certainly not here to do that. So um, those ministries listen and, and I simply just want to set the record straight. I want to uh, rebuke those teachings. I want to uh, convince you of the real meaning. I want to exhort on it a little bit, um, really have an opportunity to share. So there'll be more of that. Uh, we won't be getting too deep today. This is just the introduction episode. I I am going to share a little bit uh, about what the Lord says and 
you know, it's it's really been a long time coming for me to have a platform like this. And I'm very much aware of what the Lord says and uh, what he says in First John. Uh, he says, do not love the world. And in Galatians, he talks about walking in the spirit. So uh, without, you know, going too deep, uh, the, what the Lord says in First John is uh, basically that the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but the world. The world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God will, will remain forever. So whenever we consecrate ourselves and we are not driven or striving to meet the goals of the world, instead we are striving to carry out the will of the Father, that is when we're going to live in eternity forever because it's real. Eternity is real. You and I are both living for eternity. Our souls move on from this body and it is up to us on how we live our life on this earth, whether we're going to heaven or to hell. If you ask me, the answer is so simple. I know God loves me. I know he loves me, but I also know that I need to fulfill a calling. I need to do the will of God. There is an action here. It is so clear in First John. And this is just one place where it's very clear. There are so many places in the Bible where the Lord is saying, go and spread the gospel. Go, make disciples, become fishers of men. It's so clear. Yet some people insist that you don't have to do anything. You just have to believe that he exists and you can live the way that you want to live. And it's going to be okay because I'm saved by grace. And that's not true. That's not true. That is not what God teaches. That is a teaching of the enemy. Instead, we should all just focus on walking in the spirit. Why do we need to walk in the spirit? And what is the spirit? There's God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus was already on earth. He's already left earth. But he has sent the Holy Spirit to earth, and he is here now. So we must walk in him. And we shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. I'm reading from Galatians now. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. So when the spirit is indwelling in us, when we're truly walking in the spirit, walking in accordance to what the Lord says, uh, walking in obedience uh, to what he says, really fulfilling our calling, again, fulfilling the will of the Father, that is when we can tell the flesh, sit down, take a back seat. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. And you call upon the Lord to give you strength because truly, as long as we're in uh, these bodies on earth, we're going to be tempted. We're going to be tempted. Our flesh will always rival against the spirit. However, when you have Jesus and you have the spirit, the Holy Spirit, these things are possible. We can truly overcome these things. Amen. I do want to share just a little bit because there will be podcasts in the future where I do share in more detail. But what I do want to share is from my childhood. You know, I always felt I was different. I really did. I always felt that I was more angry, more sad. Uh, you know, I just, I felt heavy all the time. And I remember being fearful a lot growing up. And I've had experiences with demons, witches. I've seen it. They've come to me where I'm at. I've seen them. And I've also had experiences with God and the Holy Spirit. 
I've experienced both. And I'm here to tell you that both are very real. Heaven and hell are real. And these things are happening today. And you know, there there used to be a part of me, uh, especially growing up, I didn't talk about these things that I was experiencing because who would believe me? No, none of my friends were dealing with this. None of my friends were as fearful as I was. No one. I felt like I had no one to share this with. And today I'm so blessed because God actually allowed me to be separated pretty much from everything that I knew. And he picked me up and he placed me in this ministry where they had seen the things that I had seen and they knew how to deal with it. And they were able to offer me counsel and also teach me the word of God on how to deal with it myself and that there's power in the name of Jesus, right? There are things that I could do to deal with it. And suddenly I didn't feel so alone anymore. You know, the, the way I'll put it is I, I actually think it's normal. I think it's normal to talk about these things, to talk about the encounters with demons. Of course, you don't just only talk about the encounters with demons. You also talk about the love of Jesus Christ and what is possible through him. He put me in a ministry where I have the opportunity to do this. He put me in a ministry where I feel encouraged and confident to do these things. But I'll be honest, I'm very uncomfortable right now. I'm recording. I'm hearing my own voice. I'm sharing. People are listening to me right now and I don't like it all the time. You know, I, I, I really have learned that the more uncomfortable I get for God, the more payoff it is, the more benefits that I receive, uh, the, the stronger I become in these things. So I know one day I'm going to look back at this podcast and I'm probably going to cringe and say, oh, too many ums, too many pauses. Uh, that doesn't even make sense. But you know what? I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better and I'm striving to please God day over day with this. And I know it's going to happen. So God actually says, take heed to your ministry, right? So let no one despise your youth, but be an example to believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. till I come giving attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. So the Lord is simply telling us to remain diligent uh, in, in coming after him. Remain diligent in your ministry. Remain diligent in making disciples, right? And in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. So as we take heed to our ministry, as we take it seriously, also take yourself seriously, really look at yourself, dissect all the little parts, make the changes that you need to make and move into your calling of God. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. So what is a ministry? A ministry is a service for Christ. So ministering, like pastoring, teaching, preaching, maybe you're evangelizing, maybe you're an apostle. Um, that's the fivefold ministry, right? Um, but there's, there's other ministries. I, this is a podcast ministry, right? I'm sharing, I'm, I'm teaching, I'm preaching. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know right now where I fall within the fivefold ministry, but I do know that it is a good thing to share the gospel. Amen. And that is what I'm doing here. You know, God's really clear. And he speaks of the signs of the times and the end of age. 
we're truly living in these last days. Uh, and the Lord does speak of this. He, he warns us of these things that are going to come to pass. First, we're, we're going to see these things. And I'm talking about nations rising against nation, war, right? That's war, kingdom against kingdom. Uh, there'll be famines, right? Um, pestilences like cicadas or, or locusts. Um, there's going to be earthquakes. Uh, we're going to see signs like this, but they're only the beginning. It's only the beginning of sorrows for people. And what the Lord shares is to ensure that nobody deceives you because these things are going to happen. There is an antichrist, uh, but the Lord goes back to this. And what he says in Matthew is in this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So again, it brings me back to the will of God. What is the will of God? Make disciples, preach the gospel, and then the end will come. So personally, I don't want the end to come right now because there are so many people that need to experience God and there's, there's so many people uh, that need to repent, right? And we need to share these things and there's so few doing it. There's so few doing it. That's why the Lord says many stumble upon the wide path. So what does a ministry look like? You know, there's a lot of examples in the Bible, but the best example is Jesus Christ himself. We want to do everything that Jesus did. He spent time with the disciples. He taught them. He provided very specific instructions. Uh, so, for example, in, in Matthew 10, he was, uh, he was sending out the 12. What are the 12? It's the 12 disciples. The 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go preach, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's just one example. How specific is that? Don't go here. Do go here. Say this. God's very specific in this example. And he told them, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. So again, very specific. Heal the sick, cast out demons. You know, these things didn't stop. It's still the calling. But the Lord told the disciples, don't even pack extra clothes. I'll provide for you, is essentially what he's saying here. So again, just one example of the Lord providing instructions. Um, at this point in time, when he did this, he had a relationship with each of the 12 disciples. They trusted him. They believed the things that he said because he, Jesus truly discipled them. He made them fishers of men. He said, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. And they did and they learned. And then they were uh, doing as they saw Jesus do, right? Monkey see, monkey do. They went out and they started preaching. It's really amazing. And it's exactly the same today. You know, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Ministries are so important. So when should you have a ministry? When you're saved, meaning you have repented. So what is repentance? It's a change of mind. You're truly coming before the Lord, humbling yourself, asking the Lord, change my mind, Jesus. I want to say yes to everything you say yes to, no to everything you say no to. I can't do it by myself. Please help me, Lord. I want to partner with you. I no longer want to do it by myself, Lord. Please forgive me. 
please forgive me. And that is when the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Spirit uh, will touch you. You'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit, just as the disciples were in the upper room. Jesus actually told the disciples, uh, not many days from now, I will be sending the Spirit. He told them. And Jesus said, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem in all of Judea in Samaria and to the end of the earth. So again, Jesus is very specific. You must have the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the power that you need and you shall be a witness. Where? Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria. That's like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and the United States. Everywhere. Right? Pennsylvania, the United States, and North America, right? It just gets bigger. But is a ministry critical to being saved? Yes. So if you are called, I'll put it this way. If you are saved, then you're called. Called to what? You're called to fulfill the will of the Father, which is preach the gospel, make disciples, become fishers of men, right? So you will have a ministry. You will have a natural desire to make disciples, you know, and it's not like, oh, Lord, please, Lord, give me the desire to to make disciples. No, you will have it. You will have it. You can't pray for a desire because that defeats free will, right? You will have it. It'll be very evident in you and you will make disciples. An interesting question. Are all existing ministries pleasing to God? Of course not. No. I, of course, will not share any specific names, but there are truly ministries. They are going to the same place every year, teaching the people dependency on them, teaching the people, okay, the ministries are coming. I'm going to get food for the next week, Uh, teaching the people to only come to eat physical food. And there is zero care about the spiritual food. In fact, there are ministries out there that when you show up empty handed, and they don't see that you have the food, even even if you may plan to share food and to feed them, they're upset. They don't even want the word of God anymore because you didn't give them what they want. That is what some ministries are teaching people. There's also places in this world where they are so uh, heavy with uh, demonic oppression. People are depressed. They're acting crazy. They're sick. And they're waiting for the missionaries to come to do away with the evil spirits to, to, re, to rebuke them in the name of Jesus. And that's not, that's not good. That's not good that they're not teaching them how to deal with it themselves. Can you imagine? You're so sick. You know what needs to happen. You know there's power in the name of Jesus, but you don't feel like you are equipped to call upon his name because no one has taught you correctly right? Or maybe you don't know that there's power in the name of Jesus. Maybe you don't know you can lay hands on that person and say, in the name of Jesus, get well, right? They're not teaching faith in that way. So people are just waiting and that's not a pleasing ministry to God. God actually says in Luke 9 verse 62, uh, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. So what does that mean? If your hand is on a plow, what is a plow? It's, it's like use it on a farm. It's usually connected to a mule uh, or I, I don't even know, a horse. And you're plowing, but you're going forward, right? You cannot look behind you because you will mislead your horse. You're, you will take it off the track. So you must keep both hands on the plow. You must look forward. So what is God saying here? Focus. You must focus. 
You must focus. These ministries that are not teaching the right things, they've lost their focus. They think their eyes are on the target, but the target they made themselves. There's a whole God target over here and they aren't even looking at it. It's very important that we remain focused. Another interesting question. If someone says, I follow the Ten Commandments and I think I'm a good person, is that good enough? It's not. It's good that you follow the Ten Commandments. It's good that you think you're a good person. But God is so clear. You can't just read the Ten Commandments and say, you shall have no other gods before me. Thou shall not make uh, unto thee any graven images, right? No idols. Uh, Thou shall not take uh, the name of the Lord in vain. Honor your father and mother. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. There's people today that say they honor the Sabbath day, yet they are excited to leave church early. I'll say it again. There are people today misleading themselves that they honor the Sabbath day, yet they are excited. They think it's nice to leave church early. I can't relate to that. That is not the commandment of God. If you're following the Ten Commandments and you have the first one, you should have no other gods before me. When God is the center, when he is number one priority, You will be doing these things. You will be carrying out the will of the Father, which is to make disciples. You will have a ministry. You will. So how can you get involved? When you are saved and you receive the power to witness according to the word of God, you will look for opportunities. When you want to get involved in something, you will get involved with something. You're going to look to spread the gospel, whether you're writing books, whether it's a it's a podcast or TV commercials, uh, whether you just want to share uh, to to somebody in the supermarket, maybe somebody in the parking lot. You will find opportunities, and it doesn't matter what man says about you. God actually says. You will give yourself entirely to these things and not let man sway you. It's better to obey God than man. So the reason why I share all these things, ministry is so important. It is so important to use your voice to honor God, to put the effort forth because we love God. You know, I'm not doing this out of fear of going to hell. I don't want to go to hell, but that's not driving me. I'm driven by my love for my Savior, Jesus Christ, to spread the gospel, to be diligent in these things. I'm just a fly on the windshield. I am so small, and I just want him to use me. I share the word today, and it lives forever. The things that I have shared, it lives forever, regardless of your agreement. I hope to inspire you to make a change in your life. Take steps today to get serious with God. I appreciate all who are supporting me and praying for me as I enter this path. I'm really looking forward to more podcasts. You know, I really feel like there is something for everybody here. But again, take it or leave it. I give God all the glory, honor, and praise. God bless you all.